When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Welcome again to adfreeshows.com. This time we're hanging out with none other than JR. Jim Ross is the voice of wrestling and, of course, our co-host on Grilling JR. How are you tonight, Mr. Jim Ross? I'm good. I'm good. I'm having a, a little beverage in my JR's copper mug. Tell me, right. are you, are you right. a big fan of those copper mugs? Yeah. Everyone else is, too. And you can get yours. Are they on Boxing Gimmicks? Is that where we can get those? No, you can get them at uh, jrsbbq.com. There you go. On my so, website. Hey, yeah. That I, that I talk about endlessly ad nauseum. <laughs> right. I know everybody, oh, fuck, you don't talk about that damn website. All I want you to do is go over there and look. You might find a nice stocking stuffer for the wrestling person or for yourself. How about that? You get actually get a gift, a wrestling oriented gift that you wanted. That is the truth. My goodness. So there you go. Yes, there you go. For my birthday a couple of months ago, I ordered myself a huge, I'm talking about it had to be a case of the original barbecue sauce. Yeah. It is on the floor of my pantry because there's not room on the shelves for that many barbecue sauces, but it is so good guys. Try it once and you'll keep coming back. You'll buy it thinking it's a novelty or a gimmick. It's not, it's delicious. You're going to love it, but this is ad free shows. And here I am just plugging away on this uh, barbecue sauce and those mule mugs. Uh, That's how we do Lopez. What do you have for Jim Ross tonight? Well, Lauren, as always, thank you for hosting looking fabulous this evening, by the way. Um, Thank you very much, sir. (laughs) <laughs> uh Jim, jr it is an absolute pleasure to uh get the chance to, to visit with you had a chance actually my daughter and i we went to um full gear this past weekend or gosh what was it two weekends ago now did you wear a coat i did it was cold that that snow yep. was a pleasant surprise i had one nipple fall off it's somewhere bouncing around in uh downtown minneapolis i haven't nobody's turned it in so i don't know what the hell's happened did it get on the blue line or green line transit? I don't that, know. That's probably where I check. I, I don't know. It was, uh, I think, I, I think I, I, it popped off when I was running across the street from the arena to the hotel. Happens oh, to me sense. all the time, Jim. What are we going to do? I don't know. I don't use mine. I don't need them. I'm good. <laughs> um, I just wanted to come in here and say that it is an absolute pleasure uh, talking with you because I grew up, as many did in the 90s, I actually 
uh, pursued a, a job career in broadcasting. So you inspired me to oh, cool. um, pursue that. I was play by play for for multiple sports. Got to cover the Junior College World Series there in there you go. Um, Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And it's good to know that um, for as much as you've accomplished, for as much as you've done and seen that you still take even mispronunciations to heart that it matters yeah. that much to you. Well, I want to uh, be, that, you want to be, you want to do your job right. And, right. Uh, and it's just, it, I'm sure I've mispronounced words my entire career. Every broadcaster that you're going to listen to this weekend doing football will mispronounce something a wrong down in distance, the wrong tackler, whatever. And it just shows that we're human and you're not working with a script. So everything's extemporaneous. It's just a big old ass ad lib. And then sometimes my mind gets rolling faster than I can talk. And then, uh, you know, Daniel Bryan, uh, or Brian Danielson, as I should call him, uh, you know, I, I've called him the other name for ever, you know, I was the head of talent relations when we signed him and sent him to Sean Michaels camp. So, uh, it's just a, a hard, have it's hard to break. And, you know, I'm not, I'm concentrating. I'm not, I, I, but I love the, the, uh, Cannon fodder provides for some naysayers who said, man, he's got to retire. It's just embarrassing. <laughs> so as long as I don't embarrass me, I'm cool. And don't, and don't think that that hasn't happened. No, it's just, so it's I, good to see it's, it matters a lot to you still. And, um, uh, you know, hope to have that, that same passion, uh, many years from now as, as I get done, hopefully towards the end of, of my career one day. So, uh, I, thank you so much for being an inspiration and thanks for all you do. You bet, man. Uh, just keep loving what you do. And that really helps you along the journey, you know, and I'm going to write another book. Uh, it looks like we've been offered a deal from a couple of publishers about my 50 years in wrestling, which will be, I got in 74. So I guess 2024, a couple of years. And if I'm uh, above ground, that's what's going to happen. So that should be fine. But the, the, I never stopped loving what I did, even in the, you know, podunks and no money and long car trips, stinky ass wrestlers smoking in your car, cigars, weed. And I was a driver. So I was, uh, off limits to all that shit, but it, it killed my car. Just, it was the smell like a pool hall. Uh, and they didn't care. They were, they, they were begrudgingly paying two cents a mile to ride in it. And then someone would try to beat you out of that. I'll get you tomorrow in a trance. Sure. You will. So anyway. But anyway, if you love what you do, seriously, it's that it's kind of that way across the board. What you what we do for a living, it's still, if you love what you do, you can you can re get really good at it. So hopefully that'll happen to you. I appreciate you being here with us tonight. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lopez. And breaking news: we find out that another book could be in the works for old Jr. That's exciting. And thank you for sharing that with us, Michael McClanahan. What do you have for Jim Ross? Good evening. Thank you for getting my question in, Lauren and JR. Wonderful to talk with you as always. I have a two-part question tonight. My first question is, what are your thoughts on the most recent WWE releases that occurred yesterday? And given that you used to be in the talent relations position as the head of talent relations, how do you think social media has impacted the role and the job of the individual that manages talent relations? Well, uh, my thoughts on the, on these releases are simply that 
And it's an unfortunate thing to say, and I'm going to sound crass and cold and old and cranky. It's a part of business. Everybody can't work in a company, any company, rarely in this era forever. It just doesn't happen. So, uh, I feel badly that, that they were abruptly shown the door. Uh, I, I'm assuming that most of them have, uh, they're gonna get paid for 90 days, three months. So, uh, you know, what I would suggest they do is enjoy the holidays. You ain't gotta make it. You're not gonna, you don't have to make a booking. Yeah, go get to go through TSA. So why don't you actually enjoy the holidays with these people called family? That'd be a neat deal. Uh, and, and then start making yourself better. You need to lose weight. You need to get a little work on your upper body. You need to get in front of a mirror and work on promos and facial expressions. I don't know what your game needs, but whatever you think your game needs, you should be working on, on that now and just don't give up. It's like I said, if you really love pro wrestling, you'll find something. As long as you don't get boo-boo face and it's, oh, it's never, you know, I can't believe this happened to me. Hell, it's happened to all of us. What do you do? You can lay down and pity and, and bitch and moan, but I prefer to get up and compete. That's what I suggest they do. Enjoy Christmas, improve on your skill sets, and get up and compete. And all the other, what was the other part of the question? Some other. The second part of the question was, what role, if any, do you think that social media has played in the job of melt. the head of talent relations? Well, it's, it's, it, it changes everything because the information flow is immediate. And uh, all you got to do is tell one person. And then they get on Twitter and off they go. So uh, it's, it's affected everything in, in life because they're so dependent. If you don't believe me, just look at everybody. Look at everybody when you go to an airport or a grocery store or anywhere. What do they have in their hand? Their phone. We can't let them down. We can't get, let them out of our sight. So consequently, I think these, uh, these social media via your, via your device is a game changer. So all you can do is be upfront and honest. And, uh, you know, there's never a good time to let people go, but, uh, when you got a fish or cut bait, it's time to cut bait. Uh, you're caught, in, you're caught in the crossfire and Others have been there too. So it's not poor me. What am I going to do? You're going to get up, compete, get better at what you do and enjoy Christmas or, or, or Hanukkah, whatever you may celebrate or our 10 other Yuletide holidays. I'm forgetting. I probably get in trouble for you didn't say anything about something. Sorry, but anyway, that's what I would do. That's, that's the answer to your question. Cool. Thank you so much for answering my question. And speaking of the holidays, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you. I'm going to Chicago and do wrestling on Wednesday night. Ooh. Uh, and then I'm going to fly back, uh, on Thanksgiving morning from Chicago. It's always a lot of fun to be on the air in the air at the airport on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I'm being very facetious right now, <laughs> but in any event, uh, I, and I got reservations at a restaurant to have Thanksgiving dinner. Mo pal, Raphael Morphe's coming down. I got my, all my, uh, radiation stuff starts on Monday and a little surgery. I'm going to have, I'm having a surgery done with one doctor and, a, and the, uh, radiation was with the oncologist. So, uh, Raphael's come down to make sure I, I don't, I don't bail on anybody. I'm not going to do it. He, he's a friend. So he's just here to help me out and I appreciate it. 
Well, good. I'm glad that you have plans for Thanksgiving. I know that sounds like a lot going on for you. So uh, keep us in the loop. Keep us posted. We'll be thinking about you. Mark Nelson, you know, I'm always thinking about you, probably because you call me like every day. Oh, please. Yeah. Straight to voicemail. Straight to voicemail. <laughs> straight to voicemail. Straight to voicemail. Hi, Jim. How are you? I'm good. Good. So I, I got a little bit of a bone to pick with you. Uh, okay. You, you kind of pissed me off and I'm going to tell you why, but right. it's, out, it's out of love that I'm pissed off at you. So take okay. it. Okay. So yeah. are you still smoking? I'm not smoking this very moment, but yes. Okay. Is that your what bone? the hell, man? I need you to live for another at least 30 years. And if you're smoking, that ain't yeah. going to happen, especially you got cancer, right? Why? Thanks for, why? Thanks for, thanks for reminding me. <laughs> that, well, hell, if you're smoking, you're not making it any better. Well, you I know, keep you around, man. You got to, you. you got, thank you very much. I love you too. Uh, I, that's a, it's a bad habit and I'm not going to try to, I'm not going to try to defend it. Look, I quit for 20 years. And when Jen got killed, followed by the, the friggin' COVID, those are my two excuses. The stress of her dying, uh, had me pick up cigarettes again. I'm, I'm glad I didn't pick up anything heavier. Me too. Uh, you know, I, so I didn't, but nonetheless, uh, it's their poor reason. They're not reasons or excuses, but nonetheless, I appreciate your concern. Well, and, I, and I want you around for, I want you around I mean, you're the voice of my childhood. I want you to be the voice of my adulthood and me being an old man. And for me to do that, I need you around. I appreciate and, your thoughts. And I care. So right. my other part of that question for you is what's going on with the cancer? What did they say about it? What's going on with you? Well, I have my major meeting on Monday. I'm, I'm getting two places surgically removed from my back on Monday morning, early outpatient type deal. Uh, so I'm told, okay. and then I'm, then I'm, uh, going to, a, a, another doctor and they're making me a boot that fits on my foot. And I guess it, it, it allows to have a direct aim into the tumor, uh, from the radiation. So you have to wear this little boot when you're getting treatment and they have to make it for you. So uh, that's what I'm going to do on uh, Monday. Okay. Uh, and, uh, then I'm going to probably limp. No, I don't mean limp. I'll, I'll, then I'm going to Chicago and okay. that may be, that won't, that may be, I don't have any more shows. I've got, I got in me while undergoing radiation, I got 22 radiation treatment scheduled and I'm going to try to get them done five a week. And when you want to do that, so I can protect my health in that respect, yep. uh, it's hard to, it's hard to make the towns. So, you know, uh, Tony Khan has no problem with it. He wants me to do whatever I need to do. He's fully supportive. There's no issues. And, uh, you know, I got, I got a great boss. That's very understanding. So. He wants me, he wants me back too. So, you know, I got all kinds of motivation. I would, that's, rather that's lose you. I would rather lose you for a short time while you're getting better yeah. than, have, than lose you forever. So please take care of yourself. I'll and do it, buddy. And I mean that in all sincerity, please take I, care of yourself. I will. And I'll, I'll work on the smoking, but that doesn't say I'm not going to smoke again here in a few minutes. How but about nonetheless, smoking you drink? What's that? Oh yeah. Drink, drink instead of smoking. Well, I'm doing both right now, but nonetheless, I, I'm always in for the excesses. <laughs> thank you, Jim, for taking the time tonight. I appreciate it. And thank you for letting me go off on you. All right, Mark. I probably needed take, it. Take care. You bet, buddy. I've got a what question. A moment. Nick Hodge, we'll get to you in just a second. What a moment, Jim Ross. Um, you know, as you just touched on, you may be missing a little bit of work. What the hell? Look at that. 
<laughs> I just want to throw this out there that uh, I don't I don't think we can watch AEW without. Oh, Tanahashi. sure you can. I hope you do. We're stuck with Tony Schiavone, and who wants that? Oh, he he and the Excalibur and whomever sits in my chair will do a great job. There's a lot of announced talent there that could uh, fill in very quite admirably, quite, uh, to be honest with you. So, and to be honest, another honesty, I'm not, I don't, I'm not really concerned about who sits there. Good. No matter to me. Yeah. I have no, I don't have any, anything to say about the decision-making and thank God of that. And so whoever Tony puts in, there's going to work with me. I, I I'll trust his judgment. He knows what he wants to hear. Yeah. And he may have something in mind. It could be Taz. It could be Jericho. It could be punk. You never know. He's got a vivid imagination. And so and a lot of guys would like that opportunity to work on another skill set, yes. put in their toolbox. That's right. So we'll see how it works out. I'm going to be fine. I'm just going to worry about getting better. That's all you need to be worried about Jim Ross. So that's great. Um, it won't be anything like the voice of wrestling though. That is for sure. Nick Hodge. Come on in buddy. What you got? Hello. Hey there. Um, hey, J, uh, JR. Yeah. Jim, um, I'm a huge fan of yours. I really am. I've watched you since I was a kid. I yeah. remember the Hardy day. I remember the Hardy boy days. I remember the stone Cold era days. And the question I really have is that I guess you were really best friends with stone Cold. You're the one who kind of, you know, brought him back into the business when he left. Cause I was watching a documentary and you were in it and they were talking about, how um you brought him back to the wwe i guess my question is i guess you've always been close to stone cold and are you still close to him uh answer that is yes and yes uh, i was uh, i was a uh, big fan of his work in wcw i thought he had it and i don't understand you know, the wrestling politics are what they are good bad or indifferent so uh when he left there i thought that was big break for him because he wasn't going to be used and he wasn't going to be happy because he knew he had something special in him and he just needed an opportunity to display it. So, uh, uh, then when he, he went to do those promos, a little bit of stuff at uh, ECW, you know, I was in charge of talent relations at that time. And I was, uh, I knew he was a guy we needed to have, it's, you know, it's like your favorite ball club guys. Who yeah. they need to put what in MLB right now? Who's the trades and the free agents are, are in the, are in the, the waiver wire and NFL, things of that nature. You want the best players on your team and worry about where they're going to play. Once you get them in, in the house. And I, I didn't see Steve as a heel, but Vince did. And he put him with Ted DiBiase, a great guy. It just didn't click because yeah. the fans wanted him to be a baby face. Yeah, I still he's he's so he is so automatically a baby face. <laughs> he's just he's just always been like my guy. You you and Stone Cold has always been my two guys growing up. Because I always you. remember you being the best promoter in business I ever heard. <laughs> well, you, you always kept me you always kept me engaged. Well, that's it. I'm an uh, engager. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice to meet you, Jim. All right, buddy. Thank you for thanks for joining us. Thank you. Yep. All right. Nick Hodge, you must be new around here. I don't think I've seen you before. So welcome. We're glad to have you. And all the way from Iceland, it's KJ. Hi, KJ. Hey, Lauren. Hey, JR. Hey, buddy. How you doing? How's, how's the weather over there? It's pretty Icy? good. 
not not too bad right now, but okay. uh, hopefully hopefully it stays that way. All right. And so we'll but, move uh, on from the enthralling meteorologist talk. But what's, what's <laughs> on your mind tonight? Uh, my question is, I'm kind of piggybacking off of Michael McClanahan's question uh, about the releases from the WWE and you being the former head of talent relations. Can you talk a little bit about like what the process is from figuring out like who to cut and, and what, like what that whole process is? Well, the process is the creative has nothing for you and they've written, uh, they've done skits, they've done vignettes or pitched those, pitch those ideas, uh, and, and, and Vince didn't like them. And all of a sudden you're in a scenario where you, you got a guy that he's, he's on your, he's on the team, but he, he has no role in the television show other than maybe losing. And, uh, that's not entirely, entirely a defeat, no pun intended, but, uh, it's TV time. So if the creative group doesn't really have anything for you, or if Vince himself has looked at this talent, uh, and has this made the decision that he's not for WWE, then, then it's over. And so that's the deal. I mean, it's not, you think that they're going to, they're going to balance their budget, the kind of money they make on the salaries that they dumped for these guys. You're crazy. It means nothing. It's yeah. all about, they don't, if they had a great creative idea to get somebody hot or somebody had distinguished themselves in the ring and they said, man, this guy's going to get over Austin got over because as a baby face, we we're pushing the hell out of him as a heel because he connected with the audience and apparently someone in a, in a, uh, position of influence in WWE doesn't believe that these individuals that were, uh, terminated could move the needle as crass as, or whatever is cold to say, but that's, let's be realistic about it. And that's kind of what it was. So it starts really the, if the creative has run out of ideas and they got nothing and they keep pitching things to Vince that he doesn't like, or it's not fitting to him, then you run out of options. And so then the guy in talent relations gets to deliver the good news. Did you ever have to, uh, be in the shoes of Laurinaitis that Laurinaitis is in now to having to cut so many people and like every course, couple no, months or no, so. And... No, I, I fired people and yeah. I cut people, uh, very, uh, worst part of the job because so many wrestlers they're, they, they only want to do one thing in life. That's to be a great pro wrestler. They've wanted that for their entire life. They have no, in their view, they have no other options. This, I got to do this. And sometimes that's just not the way the world works, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but that, that's, a, that's normally the deal. If there's a creative spark that looked like might turn this guy on and, and our girl and get him rolling, then they stay. If there's yeah. no creative support for that individual and Vince hasn't seen anything in that, those individuals, they're out of here. That's, that's where it is. That's the answer to your questions. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And uh, have, a, have a good Thanksgiving. Thank you. Sir. Have an extra slice of turkey for me. Uh, that's, I lived in the States for a couple of years, and that Thanksgiving period is what I miss the most. Yeah. It's a good, one of my favorite, uh, favorite holidays, quite frankly. Yeah. But thank you. And enjoy yours as well. You celebrate. I don't know. Thank you. And uh, yeah. I'm sending all the good thoughts from Iceland for your uh, chemotherapy and stuff. 
hope you kick out of it. No chemotherapy, radiation. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. There's a big difference. I checked that out. <laughs> right. I'm send, sending you all my thoughts. Okay, so thank luck. you. I appreciate it. And all of us are Michael Amend. What do you have for Jim Ross this evening? Hey, Lauren. Hey, Jim. How are y'all? Good. Well, first of all, Jim, Boomer Sooner. Yeah, we're going to need all the Boomer Sooner we got tomorrow. Mars tough. It's in no Norman. That'll help. I was going to that game too, but uh, other issues have uh, canceled that trip. I was going to fly out there today, but uh, I, and then I, so I'm going to make it up because I'm going to the Jags game on Sunday. So I get a little football in and start my little journey on Monday morning early. I was going to go to the game as well, but I've got to go to Dallas for oh. family birthday. Oh, uh, well, enjoy the birthday. And we got to, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, it's going to be a tough game and I ain't going to start on football, but I, I love it, but this is going to be a tough, we have not played well. And if we don't tackle better, do the fundamental things we talk about in wrestling, the fundamental things, locking up, taking a flat back, managing your feet, things that a lot of guys don't even think about a lot of fans don't think about, uh, then that's where we are. They got to tackle, man. They got to catch the football and tackle fundamental stuff older than dirt. Hey guys, are you looking for a great father's day gift idea? I know I was, and I found it a couple of years ago with paint your life with paint your life. You get a hand painted portrait created to fit almost any budget. And it's a great gift idea for your mom, your dad, or both. You see paint your life transforms your photos into a one of a kind, beautiful hand painted portrait done by professional artists. You can upload a photo to create anything you can imagine, maybe in a special location or a favorite pet. There's lots of options. You pick the artist, the medium, and you even get to work with the artist to make sure it's perfect. You get started in less than five minutes and you can get the portrait in as little as two weeks. You can give the most meaningful gift you've ever given at paintyourlife.com. And there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money's refunded guaranteed. And right now as a limited time offer, get 20% off. That's right. 20% off and free shipping to get this special offer. Text the word Ross to 87204. That's Ross to 87204. Text Ross to 87204. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Message and data rates may apply. See paintyourlife.com slash terms for details. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Absolutely. I was in Vegas last week. Unfortunately, I bet on uh, on our Sooners. That didn't go too well for me. Oh, against uh, uh, Baylor? Yes, sir. Yeah, that's a tough one too, man. Hey, we could lose it. We could easily lose all three, all the next two games. Iowa state has got a, they're pissed off. And then we go to up to Stillwater to play OSU and they're ranked higher than we are. Absolutely. We, uh, we had a bunch of lawyers out at the Paris in Vegas. So we were cheering hard at the sports book, but not hard enough. Yeah, I guess not. We've all been there. Can I ask you a sports question? Yeah. I know you're good friends with Bob Stoops. Do you think he'll get back into coaching? No, he likes what he's doing now a lot. 
and he's, you know, he's, he's invested so well in real estate properties down here near where I live and in, uh, in uh, Florida, I think he's got a couple of homes in Chicago. He's got a big, nice home in Norman and he may have others, but he's invested a lot in real estate over the years. And it's done very well for him. So he, he does has no money issues. The, you know, the, uh, uh, salary that say, uh, Mike McCarthy would earn from the Cowboys is doesn't, it wouldn't, wouldn't move the needle for him. He likes being home. He likes, he got to see some of his kids games. His son plays for OU, as you know, and, uh, he likes broadcasting. So he's still a great friend. We, we communicate. He's been with, been communicating with me during this cancer thing. And, uh, you know, your, your real friends come out when his chips are down. He's a real friend. Well, I, I wish you the best luck, Jim. Uh, hope you pull through and everything goes well. well I'm going to, I'm going to pull through. That's no, we're not going to leave this conversation tonight where he inferred he may not pull through. That's bullshit. <laughs> I'm pulling through in the story. Love it. Love seeing you on AEW. It, it really, it's a flashback to my childhood. I feel like right now is the best time in wrestling. Thanks for all you do. And you bet. I hope to talk to you soon. Okay, man. Thanks for joining us. Jim, speaking of your football teams being disappointing, mine is too. Uh, hello, Atlanta Falcons. And it so happens they'll be in Jacksonville later this month. So maybe you and I will cross paths should I decide to go to that game, hoping that might be the one that they win. Eddie Prather comes to us tonight with a question. Hi, Eddie. Hi, Lauren. Hey, JR. Lauren, I tried my best to cheer the Falcons to a miracle win last night. I failed. <laughs> I did too. That's okay. What you got for Jim? Hey, JR. It was great hey, to meet you in person at Top Guy Weekend. It was great to meet you in the King. Thank you. Thanks and, for coming. And I, tr I have tried your city, the, uh, the seasoning. Yeah. On my chili and stew, and it turned out perfectly. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. I'm I glad you tried it. Thanks for that. Yeah. JR, my question is about the year 1985, the end of 85. Yeah. What was the what was the thought process on the DiBiase babyface turn? Because I kept on rewatching the, like, the previous few episodes before that. Uh -huh. There was not even a little bit of a sign of him turning babyface. He was still a very hot heel. Was yeah. the thought was the thought process that that the you know the process of turning a hot heel? It's babyface? called it's, it's called long term planning, and there was a reason behind everything that Cowboy did. There was a storyline arc that in the process of this, uh, Teddy would turn, be, be a baby face. And that may have also, I don't, I'm not sure 85. I couldn't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but 1985, we may have had some defections on the baby face side. I'm not sure. And if that happened, then that was another reason you want to re, uh, stock the shells of baby faces. So, but I, uh, it was, a I, that was a good. That was good. We did good business and the TV shows were exciting. Cowboy did a real good job of that, uh, that angle, but what he did, he had, a, he got a hot angle. Then he figured logical ways to get other people invested in that angle, other talents. And so they had a vested interest in the angle getting over so that it gives you more depth on the card. You had more matches that had significance on the house shows. And remember in those days, that's the only way the boys made money. There was no t-shirt deals. There's no marketing. You know, no, no in, social media influencers or none of that stuff. Nothing. So, yeah, it was, uh, it, it was a brilliant, it was a brilliant turn. 
because yeah. not just Ted DiBiase turned babyface on that turn. Dr. Death also turned babyface on that turn. Well, Teddy, Doc was joining to him for Teddy to teach Doc how to work. That's how that, that's why Cowboy had so much faith in Ted DiBiase, as he should have. Uh, Ted just was a magnificent in-ring talent. And he understood the business. His mom and dad were both wrestlers. So he grew up around it. It was a natural thing to process all this crazy ass psychology that you seemingly have to master to be a top earning pro wrestler. He was just really, really good. So, uh, doc was with him to learn. Couldn't so ask he, for a better teacher, huh? No, no, it worked out real well. Lucky for doc. Doc went on to do real well. Thanks to the foundation. And cowboy had a lot to do with docs, uh, in-ring stuff too. He, he took us serious hand interest in uh, coaching him up. Yeah. I was totally invested in Dr. Death in 87 when he went and got one of the UWF belt from big Bubba. So yeah, I was there. I remember that it was a good one. Yeah. Hey, hey, thank you for taking my question and JR, my thoughts and prayers are with you, sir. Thank you, buddy. Thank, I'm, thank you. I'm for, thank you. Thank you for being the voice of my childhood. Well, I'm glad you were listening all those years. I got a few more left in me and I'm going to be just fine. Don't worry about JR. Oh, that is the truth. JR, we're having a little conversation over here on the side about Christmas movies. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Well, it would be something funny. Uh, probably, uh, Griswold's Christmas or something like that. Yeah. Uh, nothing that made any sense. <laughs> nothing that was really that good. Uh, you know, if they'd have made a Porky's Christmas movie, I'd probably like that too. Okay. So I, I'm a high class guy here. No, uh, I, it, I, I don't want to cry at a movie. I don't want to sit here by myself and my, my here. And look, I just want to look at the beach and be happy. And so to get something, it's a tearjerker. Uh, I, I'm not, I'm just not there. So I like, I like humor. I like funny and, uh, Chevy chase and his Pratt falls and all that stuff. And a little double entendres I thought was always entertaining. So that would be one I could think of off the top of my head. I love that one too. People always ask me out here on my wall of fame. They're like, who's that one? That's Chevy Chase. <laughs> I love him. He's one of my favorite old man boyfriends. Uh, he's adorable and hilarious. Mike yep. Whitaker. How about you? How you doing, Jim? I'm good. You know, you're I'm adorable here. and you're adorable as well, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, I got a question. How do you feel about, uh, Mike Cole and Pat on commentary? commentary? They do a good, they do a good job. They do a good job. I I will be honest as I am always, uh, that's kind of a good habit to get in. You ain't got to remember what you said. You tell the truth and how you feel. I think they do a good job to be honest. I don't watch that show regularly. Right. Uh, and it's for no particular reason. I'm not boycotting. I'm not angry. I'm not nothing. Uh, when I think about it, uh, I certainly tune it, tune it in cause I like wrestling. Uh, but Friday nights for me is a rampage and that's, uh, takes care of my wrestling fix for the, for, for Friday night. I like the one hour format, by the way, a lot. Uh, but they do a good job. You know, uh, Pat's entertaining and he's got a big personality. Uh, he's mm -hmm. learning from Michael Cole. Who's, you know, he's, he's been around a long time. He's, he's, he's perfect. He's perfected his craft. Uh, and he had big shoes to fill. Yeah. Um, you know, I, 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 I didn't follow Gordon Soli. Shivani did. 
And so she finally got the fall back on that shit. I didn't because you don't follow a legend like solely. No. And, and so, you know, Michael's got to put in some tough situations, uh, do either due to my Bell's palsy or me getting let go where more than once. So he got thrown around a little bit. So he's been very resilient. He's a, he's a student of the game, a company man. And so I got a lot of respect for him. He's taking care of his wife's been sickly over the years. He's a damn good husband. He's a real good father. And that means a whole lot more than how does he do on Friday nights? He does just fine. And if I don't listen to, uh, to watch SmackDown, it's not because I don't want to listen to the announcers. They, they both are entertaining and do a good job. It's not my style, but that means nothing. It's just not my style. Right. Now, another thing real quick, a lot of people here know I like to throw things on the smoker, do a lot of low and slow cooking. Yeah. Do you have any good recipes you like to do on that? You know what? I've uh, learned that, uh, my salmon tastes better on the grill okay. and I uh, sometimes use the cedar planks. Yes. That's for, I just did for, that. I just did that this week. Uh, that's kind of idiot proof for me. Uh, and I use the all purpose seasoning on to season the, uh, the salmon, for example, real simple one seasoning mm-hmm. and, and, and load her up there. And then at the, about a minute or no, maybe two minutes before I'm going to plate it, I drizzle, uh, our, uh, mustard okay. on it. It's, fa- it's jalapeno honey mustard. It's mm-hmm. fabulous on, on seafood. So try the, and it's good on grilled shrimp. Okay. It gives a little bit of personality. So, uh, but sa- uh, salmon has been my, I love salmon. I had some today for lunch. So, uh, I, I love the salmon. It's just living here in Florida. It's fresh. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. So I, you might try that, you know, here's what I found out on anything I put on the grill to grill it or to smoke it. The longer I the opportunity I have to let it, uh, marinate. So shall we say mm-hmm. set in the refrigerator overnight. If nothing else, this is the seasoning. Uh, or if you got some other marinade you want, you like to use, the longer you can let it mar- your meat, your products do that, the better off you are. Uh, it works every time. It's all, it, may, all, it upgrades it. If you try to season it and then throw it and get out of the refrigerator, wash it off real good, season it and then throw it in a grill, you're kind of cheating yourself a little bit. It's still good, but it'd be better if you did it the night right. before. I actually took some of your seasoning and um, I used it in a coffee pot and made it into a liquid to inject a pulled pork one time. Wow. And Damn that man. came out amazing. Wow. Good for you. That's creative. So, I, I, I love this evening. You all the time. You turn on pretty much everything. I appreciate it. We, we appreciate it in our little so, group. But thank you for your question. Okay, buddy. Thanks for coming in and pretty joining much us. All you bet. All right. Thank you for that, Mike Whitaker. JR, we have some other conversations going on now. We're kind of getting in the holiday spirit. Darren wanted to know, are you a turkey guy or a ham guy when it comes to the holiday? Turkey. Period? Turkey. Mm. Not a I like, no, I, I did, nor did I say anywhere in that rendition. I didn't like ham. Okay, fine. Let's not be an idiot here. <laughs> I like I'm not, ham. I'm uh, not into poultry. And I like, well, that's your deal. It is. I like turkey. I like dark meat. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Legs, thighs, you know, well, that no, settles no, no it, dark meat things. Uh, and so, yeah, I like turkey. I like cornbread dressing, not the, uh, 
Cowboy and I used to go to New Orleans on Thanksgiving for the Superdome every frigging year. We'd stay at the same hotel, eat the same meals because he liked them because the croissants were buttery and flaky. Uh-huh. Seriously. So we, the buttery flaky croissants got us back for our big Thanksgiving meal. And they had, uh, what, what, oyster dressing. I, I can't do it. I <laughs> thought it was cornbread dressing. It took a big old bite and almost hurled. Uh. You don't want to hurl with cowboys sitting around. So, uh, I, uh, I, but I like cornbread dressing. If I had Turkey and dressing and, and gravy and mashed potatoes and something green, I'm good. I don't right. know. That sounds play. sweet enough. Nick Hodge, what's up? What's up, buddy? Uh, JR, my favorite WrestleMania ever is WrestleMania 20. What is yours? I don't know, top one that you can say, because it's hard, you know, because there's a lot. But what's your top WrestleMania that you ever covered? 17. Mine's, mine's WrestleMania 20. 17. Yeah. I kind of like WrestleMania yeah. 9 because that's where I, I wrote my proverbial cherry in a WWE. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, 17 from start to finish was exhilarating, especially with it being in the Astrodome, a, a stadium that I'd watched virtually every Sunday because in our, in, in Oklahoma, the NBC affiliate carried all the AFC games or the AFL games at that time. So, and Houston orders with Bum Phillips and Earl Campbell and that whole crew. Uh, they were on my TV every week. So that some of the half those games came from the Astrodome. So I always oh, wanted yeah. to go to a game there. I, lo- I thought I was the, the, the building. I popped on the building so, and to see it full, not an empty chair anywhere was really, really, uh, a, a, a great experience. So I'd say that, 17. That has to be one of my top ones because that has uh, Kurt Angle versus Christian wall, which was awesome. It had Stone Cold versus The Rock at the very end, which is awesome. And it had the Hardy Boys versus The Edge and Christian. And, and that was great, too. I mean, it had a, it was loaded with just Didn't the Martha Dudley's in that, uh, that ladder match? Hardy's, I I think, Hardy's, Dudley's, Edge and Christian? Anybody know? I think it was DMT. Somebody get on your phone and look that up. I think. I might be wrong. It's a long time ago. Uh, but yep. that was the, the start to finish. It was really good. It was a different pace because I worked with Paul Heyman, uh, who's entirely different dynamic for me with, than I had with Jerry, uh, in the beginning, Jerry was a devout heel. He got, everybody started loving the King over time and why not? Uh, and yeah. so it created, it created a different dynamic. Heyman and I were at, like at each other's throat every minute of every show. And everybody yeah. thought it was, everybody thought it was real. Yeah, that's yeah. Hayden did um, voice that with you too. I, it's been a while since I watched it, but that's that's the one where I didn't like Stone Cold in because that's where Vince McMahon helped Stone Cold, and I was like, oh, uh, that's what he kind of he did a good job turning Hill there. I thought never looking worked. back at it, it didn't work. It wasn't going to work, but you know, it's like Vince said to yeah. me when we were talking about it. He said we we owe it to him to try it because it was Steve's idea. And then when Vince said that, he was absolutely correct. We owed it. We owed to Steve. We'll try your idea. You know, you, yeah. you, you deserve that. So anyway, yeah, it was, yeah. uh, I never was going to, it's like, it's like casting John Wayne as a Nazi. That ain't going to yeah. happen. I don't work. 
That's so, ridiculous. Yeah. So anyway, uh, uh, it, sure. it, that's the memorable one. From, one from, what's that? I said I want to be surprised if we see that on the news one day. All right. <laughs> Let's hope not. Let's not get uh, John Wayne canceled out here. I do want to point out that Jim Ross. Jim Ross in the last few minutes has told us that he's big on legs and thighs. And he also mentioned getting his proverbial cherry popped and I'm just dead. I'm dead on arrival. Um, Dave McClay, join us in this conversation. Won't you? I sure will. How you doing tonight? Good to see you. Good seeing you too. Hey, JR. What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Uh, JR, first off, still enjoying all your great products. Say, um, JR's barbecue and, um, What's the status on your cannabis farm? And do us um, ad-free show members get a discount on that? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's grow some weed first. Uh, we uh, hope to be in uh, production. I, I funded this business for my youngest daughter and her husband. He, he, he got out of school teaching because, you know, teachers don't make any money. They're starved to death, poor bastards. They deserve much more pay. And in Oklahoma, it must be worse than it is in a lot of places. But nonetheless, uh, they're both really bright kids, college educated, smart, uh, learned on the topic. They studied it. Uh, they brought in a third party that we gave a piece of the business to that's been very uh, active in, in uh, startups and in resurrections. And he lives in Tulsa now. Uh, so I bought some land and we're going to build some grow houses. I hope that it all starts, uh, showing some growth, no pun intended by, uh, 2022 or spring, but you know, we're, you, we seem to be doing all right. We've got seed in, we've got, uh, you know, we're buying dirt and we're buying, all, you know, it's all kinds of cool stuff. I have nothing to do with it other than just kind of backseat driver. And that's always, that could be a pain ass, especially when you're dealing with your kids. But, uh, I get a report every week on what's going on and, and what they accomplished and where their problem areas lie. And I try to give them a little advice when I can on, from a business standpoint, it has nothing to do with what are you going to name that weed? Is there going to be a slobber knocker weed? I don't know mm -hmm. when well, we get there, let's grow some weed first. And before we start figuring out all these marketing, uh, ideas. So that's kind of why I did it. I wanted to, I wanted to do something for my kids instead of them having to wait till, uh, the, uh, they, somebody reads the will type thing, you know, I'm, I'm alive. I can see the happiness in their face. I, I'm helping them out. And this could, if this works, uh, they could be making a great living in this world for years to come. And that's my goal. It's not about me. It's about helping them get on their up and running and, and building a business. And, uh, so I hope it works, works for them. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Well, um, you want to call it J.I.'s chocolate cake, maybe? That'd be kind of cool. Maybe. You never know. It's the name <laughs> um, of the company is going to be uh, Black Hat Farms. Black Hat, Black Hat oh, Farm. Is the, that's the name of the company. And then all the other stuff that we're going to do, products we're going to make, 
we're going to have a storefront. I think, uh, we're looking at that in Tulsa. So, you know, somebody's out and about and they're driving through the Tulsa area and, you know, we have that store open. You can hop in there and check out what we got. So, uh, but anyway, it's, uh, that's why I'm doing it and hopefully they'll have fun and, and, uh, make them some money. I can live in. But Jay, um, the question I actually had was though, um, towards the end of your, um, WWE run, maybe the last like eight years or so, I'm just curious, um, because a lot of people, myself included, think you're the greatest, uh, baby face wrestling announcer of all time. So why were you only used to make like a special appearance here or there, you know, like the 25th raw or the triple H or something, Hell in the Cell, et cetera. Well, they pretty much ripped me off. I think without saying it, they thought I was too old. And uh, it was Vince's call. Huh. It, it was totally. So that's what he wanted. He wanted to get younger, and that did not include me. So it's like all, we're talking about the earlier in the show about these uh, uh, cuts, these terminations. Come on. You, know, you think I don't understand that? I, I've huh. done it, and I've been there. So it's, it's a per, it, you ever see those uh, in the box scores? I don't know if you have. Ricky, you guys are on stats. I'm crazy about them where it says, uh, did not play coach's decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My, my deal was did not announce boss's decision. Simple oh. as that. That's why. Uh, well, well, I'm really glad you're back on TV every week and you're part of the greatest wrestling announce team right now. I think and it's crazy to me too. Cause it's kind of like raw and nitro have like combined. And I grew up watching you on <laughs> the sides growing yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I enjoy re, 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 reuniting with Tony. And uh, we have fun. We talked. We were talking the other day, uh, this, this past week, in uh, Norfolk. I said, when's the first time we worked together? And we figured it out. It was like 34 years ago. Wow. So I said, that's a long time. I said, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? And it is. 34-year par- partnership or, you know, it's still going. So, uh, we had an, we had a break in that action, you know, but, uh, he stayed in WCW and, uh, and I went to WWE. I think we both made the right decisions for each other for, the, for mm-hmm. our careers. So anyway, it's all, it's been a fun ride. Tony Khan facilitates that Tony Khan's a big fan of Tony's Tony Khan's a big fan of mine. And I think he's kind of living a dream right now. I know I am. I, I, I have, uh, I love it. He doesn't, he lets us work. He's not in our ear. He's not cursing. He's not yelling and screaming and acting possessed. He just treats people really good. And, uh, the better you treat people, the more they're going to invest in making your business better. They're not pissed off all the time or frustrated, negative energy, negative energy. That's not Tony. So it's good for us. Yeah. And I love hearing that he listens to everybody. Like everybody. Yeah. That is really cool. He, he, everybody's got a good idea. Just pitch it to him. And he's, uh, he's got, he's not hard to get in front of. He got it. Like you got to get an appointment. You might catch him at the coffee machine or something. He'll, he listens everywhere. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, I really enjoy my time with Tony. It's good. He's, he's, he's uh, it's refreshing <laughs> and he's, uh, you can tell how much he loves pro wrestling. Hey, he's, he's passionate about the fans too. He gives uh, a shit. He really gives a shit. Yeah. I went to Dynamite in Boston a few weeks ago and he came out and did the announcement. I thought that was really special. He came out and said, I have the crowd. Uh, he loves that. Yeah. He loves yeah. doing that, man. Cause he gets so pumped up and it's, uh, 
it's pretty incredible. So I've never worked for anybody with that kind of enthusiasm. Let's put it that way. I work with some smart guys and successful people, but nobody with uh, Tony's overflowing passion for what we do. It's really, it's really refreshing. You look forward to going to work. Yeah. And I'm really glad there's an alternative now. Like I love AEW. I'm loving yeah. it every week, sir. Right, yeah. Gonna, hopefully we'll, we'll keep it going. Get the momentum okay. going. Well, anyway, Jay, um, thank you so much for your time tonight. And, um, it's selfishly, I hope you never retire, but I'm uh, not, I'm not Dave. Not. <laughs> gonna, you're going to read read about me on, on, online. Ross found dead in Marriott. <laughs> I hope that never happens. And, uh, and by the way, Grilling J.I. is my favorite podcast, and I love it every week. So oh, thank, thank you for you. all you do, sir. And I all hope right. you recover from your illness. And I hope I you get God bless you. Okay, buddy. Thanks, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. JR says he is living the dream, and so are all of we, JR. We're having a great time <sighs> listening to you and Tony and Excalibur. Everything going on with AEW. I'm just a mark, but I'm loving it. I'm having a great time, and I'm glad to hear that you are too. Brad Stanton writes in with a question. He asks, what do you think of Brian Danielson's attitude change and how quickly he was able to change his character? Love it. I love everything that uh, Brian Danielson has done since day one in AEW. He's always been one of my favorite guys to be around, uh, positive, smart, you know, uh, he, he shows great skills without having to pat himself on the back. You know, he's won every match he's been in and he's won it with a different finisher. Uh, and it takes confidence to do that. It's not your, your tried and true finishers. He has a variety of things he can use to beat your ass. And as you go forward, that's a great, uh, ammunition to tell great stories. So I, I had no problem with it. If you think about it in reality, why wouldn't he, he's the number one contender, the match with he and uh, hangman page is inevitable. It's going to happen mm -hmm. when or where, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I suggest it be on pay-per-view, but it might not be maybe Tony throws the curveball there. Hell, I don't know, but nonetheless, uh, I loved it. It added, it, it, it really galvanized that relationship between the champ and the number one contender. So I think that was really good. Uh, and timely and look after a paper, you got to kind of wipe the slate clean a little bit on some of your things and, and get some new, new marriages, new matchups, new matches. So I, I liked it a lot. I, it was, it really, you know, I don't, I don't know. I can't speak for Excalibur or Tony, uh, Cause we don't see each other all day. We see each other during the day a little bit, but it's, you know, it's not like we hang in a, in a room together and talk all day. Uh, everybody's got those other things they do and everybody's got their way of pre for, uh, preparing. Uh, but I, I just think that his ability to change his game and to, and now we're starting to build this story. And I just, I love it. I really love the fact that we're doing things differently and we're, we're getting new marriages. I think that's smart booking in my, in my view. And you just got to hope that you guys like them, mm -hmm. the new marriages. Are you going to like, uh, are you going to look forward to seeing, uh, the champion and the number one contender when they finally meet, they, you all, you will, if they we build the story correctly and build the right amount of, of anticipation, because you know, they're going to have a hell of a match. You shouldn't even think about, well, I wonder how good the match will be. You think Meltzer will give it five stars, maybe six. Ooh. Don't worry about that shit. It's going to be a great match. How could they have a bad match? 
How could they have baby? You know, they'll be given plenty of time. You know, they'll go on with a lot of buildup and set the table will be set. Everything will be in place. So I, I look forward to that stuff like that, but I, I had no problem with it. I, I kind of liked it. I liked it a lot as a matter of fact. Well, if you like it, then I love it. Thank you so much for that question, Brad Stanton. Up next is Blake Martin. Hello, Blake. Hey, how you doing, Miss Lauren? Doing well. Good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you as always. How you doing, Mr. Jim? I'm good, buddy. And I want to tell you, first off, it's an honor to be able to finally get to talk to you, brother. I, I, man, you're a hero of mine. I've been waiting to talk to you for years. John Brown, that's what I like to hear now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, look here, Mr. Jim. Uh, I want to tell you, uh, I know I know it's already been addressed, but you know, when you mispronounce names or whatever, don't, 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 don't let nobody get under your skin for that. I'm getting better at it. I'm, I'm, hard, I'm too damn hard on myself. Sometimes I'm a, a egomaniac, I guess, but I, I just don't like making mistakes. And then of course, as we mentioned earlier, when somebody had a question about social media and how's it changed as a, a talent relations guy, et cetera, et cetera, it's just, you just got to ignore it. And I, and I have a hard time ignoring confrontation, which is not always wise. I'll be honest with you. So, uh, I, I, I appreciate your feedback on that deal. I, I, I'm better at it now. You know, if I, I don't, I just let her roll brother. And if I say something stupid, which I do sad live, or I say somebody's name wrong, which I have, and I probably still will. So fucking what I'm working hard. I got passion. I I'm in the moment. I'm not rehearsed. I'm not being overproduced. It's me making the mistake or me making the good remark, whatever you perceive it to be. So I, I appreciate that, man. Absolutely, brother. Um, I wanted to tell you, man, I, I, uh, I, I've been a wrestler. I, I'm going to go through the same spiel I did with Arn and everybody else. I try to get everybody's opinion to help me because I always trying to better myself. Yeah. I've been working things on and off North Carolina for about 10 years or so. Um, I, I love it. I don't get to do it as often as I want to or as I should, but I'm looking for ways to make it, man. I'm 29 years old. And I, I, what, what's some advice you can give man? Like anything. Are you in great shape? Are you in great cardio shape? If they said, do we need you to go tonight? Oh, so-and-so didn't show up. We need you to go with 60 minutes. Can you do it? Uh, okay. You already answered my, you, you answered my question. You can't do it. I understand that. And so what I would suggest always be the best conditioned guy in your, in your, in your wrestling gym or your show you're working. That's really important. Uh, uh, and always be on time. Never be late. Be reliable. Uh, and do what you're asked to do by the guy that's paying you or make a deal with him. If I don't like what you want me to do, just don't pay me. You're not going to do that. That's why you're there. You're there to make a payday. Buy a few groceries. What the hell? And the other thing is. If you allow yourself to get into, well, like if this doesn't work, I'm screwed. I don't know what your skill set is outside pro wrestling. I have no idea, Blake, but you know, you need to have your, be aware that there's other ways to make an income that has benefits, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, but the conditioning is really, really crucial. And the other stuff is just common sense stuff. For God's sake, you show up 30 minutes before the show, 
You don't want to put somebody over. You ain't working anymore. My shows. As a matter of fact, you're not working right. that one. That's stupid. And so, you, you know, so anyway, there's a couple of things are there. Maybe they're mundane, but if you check those boxes, uh, you might find yourself doing something better. Uh, and you know, I don't know if you sent videos in to other companies or, or AEW or MLW or, you know, NWA, I don't have a clue, but you got to find a way to get yourself in front of the decision makers in these various companies and try to get yourself booked. Yes, sir. Um, also this, this will be the last question. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, I'm trying my best to save up my money. It's, it's hard. I got a four year old daughter and I got a little girl on the way. Wow. Her any, you know? Um, so it's kind of hard and, uh, yep. Chris Jericho didn't give us too long to plan for this one, but I've <laughs> never been on the cruise and I want to go so bad. And, uh, is there any way at all possible? If there's ever any downtime in that in on in the ring, that I can sign some type of waiver and show somebody what I got in the ring. I, know I, don't, I don't know, buddy. I wish I could give you a definitive answer and give you hope. I'm I'm too I'm just too honest. I, it's a long shot, but uh, I know. you know we don't. Nobody's seen you. I, I nobody. It's not a good term. I haven't seen you work. I'm sure Chris Jericho probably hasn't seen you work. I might be wrong. Uh, I don't recall it. Uh, but you know, if, Hey, look, where do you live? I live in, uh, close to Myrtle beach, South Carolina. It's well, the hell you, the, you should be able to, you know, maybe when, uh, uh, I wish there was a way you could be on the, uh, we have a show in Jacksonville. The last Wednesday in January, come a new year's Eve kind of a thing. And I hope to be, be back in the saddle for that one. Cause it's right here. I'm, I'm 20 minutes from the arena where I sit. Uh, but that would be a good opportunity for you. It's just a drive It'd be easy to get here. I don't know, buddy. I, it's a tough, it's tough navigating those waters you're in right now. And the key thing is there's nothing more important than you got to do. It ain't that cruise. Is taking care of those kids and somewhere along the way, you can be play restaurant on the weekend and have a job and have benefits and have, have some, a steady income because how many spot shows or how many, any shows are on Thursday night type thing. I'm sure there are some, most of them are on Friday and Saturday. And right. so you get, you get somebody that runs a lot of shows and you prove that you're, you're have, you have worth then. So, and if you're good enough on those jobs, somebody's going to notice you where it's going to get out because they always got to bring a guy in. That's allegedly a star that can help draw the house. Yeah, you're really sir. good. You're really good. They see you. Then they're going to tell somebody, Hey, you got to check out this guy. He's, he's one of the shows I was on. He's pretty good. Dude. Absolutely. Well, I tell you what, will or you to, uh, man, me and him trained together. And whenever we were training one time, I was going to try to do a swanton bomb off the top. First time he tried it really. And he volunteered to be my stunt dummy. <laughs> He's and a brave man. Ask him about it one day. I, I landed on him and said, that I matched his soul out the bottom of his feet. <laughs> those, those are but, uh, trick. Those are tricky moves to, to practice. You should practice on a dummy and not, and not, oh, and yeah. Wheeler's not a, Wheeler's not a dummy. <laughs> 
Well, uh, one more thing. I, if you don't mind, man, I, I believe in God, and I believe God can heal you. And I, you already said that you know you're going to get the healing, so I know you're in agreement. You mind yep. if I say a quick prayer real quick? Uh, I can't stop a man from praying. All right. Dear Lord, thank you once again for another opportunity to come to prayer, dear Lord. I pray right now, and I don't want to take up too much time, but dear Lord, I pray that you just touch Mr. Jim Ross, heal him of this cancer, and in the name of the Lord, I rebuke it, dear Lord. I pray that you just heal him, give him the successful uh, treatments that he needs, and just take that cancer and send it right back to hell where it came from, God. I thank you for everything. Amen. Amen. Thank you, buddy. Well, thank that's you a, that, Lauren, that's a first. That is a first. I don't know that we've had any live oh. prayer on ad free shows yet. Thank Good you. Good call, Blake. Blake. Thank you for joining us tonight. Good luck on your, uh, on your journey, but remember the priorities, two kids, they wouldn't be here without you. It's your job now to take care of them. you with Thank me. You, Mr. I really appreciate that brother. And Miss right. Lauren, I want to know, uh, for making some, some of all of our dreams come true with this ad free shows deal. I would have never dreamed in a million years that I would have been able to talk to all these people. Listen, Lord, Blake, mercy. me either. I am not the one making these dreams come true. I just get to be here, part of the fun. Glad to have you, Blake. We're following your story. Jim, he's asked similar questions in some of our other Zooms. He's getting all kinds of good advice from great minds in the wrestling business. So thank you, Blake. Thank you so much. Phil Borgen had to bail a little early, but he also wrote in and wanted to know, Jim Ross, do you think Triple H would start his own promotion? No. No. Why would he? Doesn't need the money. I, right. Doesn't need the headache. That's just like the ridiculous rumor that Jeff, Jared and Conrad were going to start a wrestling company. Come on. That's not a rumor. That could be true. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. <laughs> They're both a lot Guys. smarter. They're both a lot. Now, Jeff may, because he's had that experience, there's no way in hell Conrad would put up with bullshit. He has no patience. He's a businessman and a, and a very unbusinesslike uh, genre. Uh, but no, I don't think so. Uh, Triple H has got all the money he'll ever need and his kids will ever need and their kids will ever need. And, uh, you know, his biggest issue right now, and I'm not sure where he stands on it, is getting healthier. And I, for one, wish him, he's got three kids, man. Well, I didn't like him on that angle of the sledgehammer. Oh, Jesus Christ. Really? He's got three daughters. I think they deserve for the daddy to be healthy and live a long life. Simple as that, man. So, uh, I don't think so though. My answer is no. Yeah. I don't see that one in the cards either. Although for me, I'll believe it when I see it on Conrad and Jeff Jarrett, I'm not ready to say that would never happen yet. And I need to know Jr. too, while the internet is debating about this was double J ever one of the four horsemen. Yes. No. What well, I guess mean? he was at, uh, from a theatrical standpoint. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, where they get letter jackets. I don't know. Uh, I don't see, I didn't seen that rings. Uh, but on TV, he was sure. I guess no. Arn Anderson says no. Arn Anderson has the final say on this one. Fine uh, with me. I'm not going to down that hill, but the bottom line is, is that, uh, the best horseman for me was Nate, Rick, uh, Nate, Tully, Arn, and then they always, the big question, who's the fourth guy? Is it Ole or is it Barry Wyndham? Mm -hmm. It was just for wrestling, Barry Wyndham, hands yeah. down. Yes. Uh, yes. For, for the sizzle 
and the newness, you know, Luger was a good addition because he looked great and he had a youth and a, and a big ass body to that group. But for me, my money, uh, and, and don't discount Ole's ability to, uh, as a heel, he was a great heel, phenomenal heel. But, uh, I, I like, uh, I like Barry in that group because all I knew, look at the workers. If you're a booker or you're a talent relations guy and you're looking at maximizing minutes for talent, there's four guys right there that can work with anybody in any environment, any environment, maybe face or heel cage matches, brawls, bloody matches, uh, TV time limit matches, whatever it may be. And that's what you're looking for in my old role. They can play multiple positions and play them all at an all-star level. All right. You and I are on the same page with that. There's no room for double J in the four horsemen. Well, I didn't say that, but, but he was, <laughs> but I think on storyline wise, he was a, a horseman, but in yes. my view, there's, there's only one set of horsemen that I categorize as, you know, real horsemen. Right. right. And that's the four I named. There you go. Sean Johns. What you got for Jim Ross tonight? Uh, you doing Mr. JR. Um, Lauren, you like my shirt? I, I'm sad I didn't wear it last night. Uh, and my toy. Uh, <laughs> I uh, have been offered uh, offers of three figures for this, and it's not leaving my house. Oh, I have four or five of them. I should probably start unloading. What is, what is that? What is that, Sean? It's a uh, Eric Bischoff slam, buddy. Okay. Yeah, we... Uh, Whoever at boxofthegimmicks.com needs to make a JR. They need to make one for everybody on the podcast. I That's agree. My, opinion. Uh, my question is, back when you were in uh, talent relations and the uh, booking committee and for WCW and the NWA, was there anybody you had to let go? You know, coaches' orders, you're just grinding the play, that you let go, that you kind of like, man, I wish I did didn't have to let this person go. But well, I didn't want did it, 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 it's the worst part of the job. So all those are lousy. Uh, right. you know, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I left, I let Mark bag, Mark back, Marcus Bagwell go. And I wish he didn't have to, but that was a right. Vince call. Cause I think there was something there with Marcus. If we had just got everything on everybody on the same page. Yeah. Uh, but I, I let him go, unfortunately in Atlanta. I remember that because it bothered me. Uh, yeah. Marcus could have done more for himself, but, uh, you know, sometimes we all shoot ourselves in the foot, but I felt like there was something there. If we could just get there. Uh, so that would be one I could think of off the top of my head. I'm sure there's others, but that's one that pops in my head. Tracer, really? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, that's really all I had. I do want to note that uh, out of all the Hall of Famers I've met, you yourself, sir, make I don't know if this is a bad sign or not, but you are number 13 of Hall of Famers that I have had the chance to speak to or meet. Is that where I'm ranked? Your 13th most impressive uh, Hall well, of Fame meeting? <laughs> in order of time I've met them, Yeah. Uh, you are number 13. It's okay. not in order of importance. Oh. You're not like last on the list. You were just. You threw me a, you threw me a life preserver. To, yes, sir. To, to maintain my dignity. 
It's nothing but respect, sir. I promise. I'm kidding, man. <laughs> We're just having fun here. I, yes, sir. I appreciate the feedback. Thank you. Yes, sir. And you've uh, been the voice of my career. Uh, I also noticed that a couple, couple times in the WWE, uh, Vince had tried to turn you heel. Mm-hmm. I, your time in 96 and your... I was horrible. Your, Yes, it was. And that's it what he did. wanted. That's what he wanted. That's what the boss wanted. You know, I'm an old ball player. Coach calls yes, a play, go in and run you, it. You uh, ran that play. You, you. I did what I was instructed to do. Yes, that's, you that's how you, because you know why I check, I cash those checks every week. Yes, they were very nice checks. I just, I couldn't get it, get into it. And I, I had a feeling I, in the, in my heart of hearts that you were just like, it sucks, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah, well, it's my job. I yeah. did my job, and I'm yeah, happy I got to do my job. Would I have booked that? Probably not. Yeah. But I did my job, and since that's that simple. I also uh, liked your very blink and you missed it here run in 1999, uh, shortly before WrestleMania. That was just kind of. I know you went on raw. You slapped the crap out of Bart Gunn. Like you keep look. You look at me when I'm talking. I remember that episode of Raw. I was scared to death. I didn't want him to hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, and then the next week you come out and kick Michael Cole low, and I thought that wow, I was like, that's kind of messed. That was up. supposed to turn me heel, maybe a bigger baby face. Poor Michael well, Cole. We talked about Michael Cole earlier. He's been yeah. he's dealt some bad cards. That was not a good deal for him. No, it was not. So, Another uh, one. It's kind of like when Steve wanted to turn heel and the fans were not buying it. That's the same thing when the WWF tried to turn you heel, yeah. they weren't buying it. That's not what the people wanted to see. So anyway, but anyway, Sean, they, thank they you, buddy. I want to see, uh, John Wayne siding with hit, hit Hitler. They wanted to see John Wayne <laughs> beat hit, you know, Rooster. Yeah, Kyle, I got Kyle you. All right, buddy. Yeah, well, it's been my pleasure to talk with you, Mr. Ross. Thank you, sir. You too. Lauren, you are a delight as always. Everybody have a happy Thanksgiving, JR. I'm pulling for you, brother. Thank you, man. Respect, sir. You bet. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Thank you, Sean. And before we wrap this one up with RJ, JR, I just want to make one thing perfectly clear. You may be number 13 to Sean, but you're my number one. Of course I am tonight. No. You just, yeah. you just, you just said that because I'm very effusive about your bosom. Despite Cleavage. what anyone would say on the Grilling Jr. podcast, I have Cleavage. one favorite. So you know, you know how to get over. Look at all. <laughs> you see any women on this panel? No. So all nice. these, oh, Jim all Ross these, knows all my secrets. All you these know dudes. Secrets. That's okay. That's okay. Well, anyway, oh, thank you very much, Lauren. I'm, I may be well, number thirteen in your program. You'll be but number, I'm number one. one in your heart. There you go. Number <laughs> one for me. Uh, nobody tell Eric or Tony that RJ Krasinski. We're going to round this one out with a spectacular question. I'm sure from you. Hello, RJ. Of course, Lauren. It's always nice to see you. JR. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule for this tonight. You bet, man. So uh, I know Michael and men uh, briefly touched on uh, college football earlier. So I kind of want to piggyback a little bit off of that. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the possibility, uh, if ever, of them expanding the uh, college playoff. Yeah. Um, it's four teams it right now. 
Um, that, that's not going to work. I'll get right to your question. Sure. Are they going to expand it? Absolutely. Yeah. When it's all, it's, it becomes the same deal about being on a booking committee. They got to figure out what they want to do. And when they start looking at the money, so it would generate the new money. It would generate if they expanded to say 16 single elimination tournament, 16, 16 teams. And, it, and some of the teams like the top four may have buys. There's a lot of ways to skin the cat, but I think they will definitively because it creates a better, higher, uh, a better and a higher viewed television product. And all college football is today is a television product. We love the, uh, pageantry. We love the rivalry. We love our, our team song and all that stuff. We all do love, like college football, like my Sooners, uh, but but you, you, you're not going to ignore that cash that's left on the table is my point. So I think definitely the, 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 uh, four will expand to whatever it's going to be. I think 16 is a nice number because it works out to a nice tournament. Uh, but again, all you're doing is providing the networks with more premium programming, uh, that would entail this tournament. So absolutely. And I think it's a no brainer. It's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah, definitely. It's what's best for business. Um, and definitely been thinking about you with the whole ordeal you're going through. My sure, mom just found you. out she's going through uh, something similar, too. So definitely thank thinking, uh, thinking blessing, about you. Blessings to everybody. Thank you very thank much, you. man. Thank you, JR. You bet, pal. All right. Before we wrap this one up, JR, you have to settle the greatest debate of all time. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Well, I've heard that debate. Some say that it is. I say that probably not for me. Yeah, well, you're I'd rather, have, I'd, I'd rather have Chevy Chase drinking eggnog as, uh, you know, people blowing up buildings that quite okay. doesn't, doesn't fit the holiday mode to me, but I understand that some people are very hell bent on saying that it definitely is. So just for me, it doesn't register as a Christmas movie. It's a hell of a film. I've, I've watched it multiple times, but nonetheless, Christmas movie. I don't think so. Okay. It's definitely a Christmas movie. And one of these days I'll have Bruce Willis on my wall of fame out here for now, Jim Ross. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Of course, we're all thinking of you, praying for you Thank and you. hoping the best for you. All I want you to do is go to jrsbbq.com and buy something, you know, God almighty. Uh, we have a lot of stocking stuffers. Like I said, look guys, I don't know. Some of you guys look like you might not have a lot of companionship at Christmas. <laughs> like me. So you buy something for yourself, buy your own stocking stuff. We got all our signed books. We got, we got these little, uh, copper mugs, all nice and engraved sauce, ketchup. Lauren likes our original sauce. That was my mother's recipe, by the way, the original sauce is good. I've been eating it forever. Uh, believe it or not, we invented the mustard for us and the chipotle ketchup and they're, they're badass. The mustard's a huge hit. And of course, Conrad swears by the, uh, the seasoning we send him big, we have bigger containers of seasoning. I should say they're Conrad size, but they're, 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 they're large and, uh, but he loves it. He uses it a lot. I tell him my, my granddaughter, she's using a popcorn. There's so many things you can use it with, uh, just use your own creativity. And so and go, hot sauce coming out. Uh, I think, I think the hot sauce is due, uh, on 
Black Friday. Uh, that's what I've that's what I've been told by my uh, the guy that runs the website. Stephen Link does a great job there, and uh, our the company we're working with, which is in Wichita, Kansas, only three hours uh, north of uh, us in Norman. So uh, uh, it's soon. It's soon. I, I I've used it. I use it almost every day because I got samples. And uh, we just said, you know, you got to do all, you got to go to all the FDA, the, all the safety stuff. You got to get a nice label made. And you ain't got to be too fancy when it says JR's red ass hot sauce. That's what it is. It's hot too, man. Like, I thought it'd be hotter. Then you're an idiot. <laughs> you have no feeling in your tongue. What have you done to your, what have you put your, what have you done? Why are your tongue numb? But seriously, man, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. It's a new product. So you buy a bottle, you try it. If you don't like it, throw it away. If you do like it, use it, buy some more. That's how it works. So and we are looking forward to it, anxiously awaiting the arrival of that one. I need to let you know some of the things going on in the comments over here. Our friend Michael Amend says that during this Zoom, he's actually gone to the website and picked up a couple of things. So cool. uh, it's working. We're over here talking all about it. And our friend Jim, <laughs> Jimmy in the chat says that he has your mule mugs. He says it's the only pair you'll ever need. Wow. Look at you. I mean, he doesn't have a girlfriend, I would assume, because. Well, the mule mug, look, this mule mugs are, are cool. I drink coffee out of mine. I drink milk out of mine. It keeps a, it, it keeps a, you're, you like, if you like cold milk and I do, our, our little, uh, mule mugs are perfect. They keep the milk a little cooler for longer. So, the perfect uh, pair, the perfect pair head on I over to jrsbbq.com. Yeah. Lawrence got a perfect pair. We've all noticed. <laughs> Are you, are you, are you, uh, testosterone ridden young man? Uh, probably glad when I get off the air, Lauren's going to stay on by the way, for another hour. Topless. She's not, she's not, she's going to go watch rampage just like the rest of you, <laughs> but this has been a great time. Uh, we've all had a blast. JR, seriously, we are definitely thinking about you. Feel free to reach out. Um, if you need anything, want anything, desire anything, we're all here. I may need a nurse. <laughs> can you, can you do sponge baths? You know, I've never done that, but I will be coming to visit you in Jacksonville, November. What an old perv I am. Oh, JR was on this that thing. He was real pervy. Oh, no. three or four no. times. He was per. Oh yeah. I, I heard you. I saw his face. His eyes were JR and I are friends behind the scenes. Don't be fooled. Anyway, I'll see you in Jacksonville, Jim, at the end of this month for a football game. I'll see you up here in Atlanta. Shortly right. after, I hope for a little uh, AEW action, and we'll I'll, see. I'll be back by then. It's just too to be determined. But uh, be determined. when I'm healthy, I'll be back. You know it's what? Simple. If you're not back, I'll sit in that chair beside Tony Schiavone, and I'll try to try to carry the flag for you. How's that okay. sound? Hey, if you can swing that deal, have at it. You know, you need to swing that deal for me. Hook me up. Give me give me Tony Khan's number. Let's make this one happen, guys. I'll see all the rest of you on adfreeshows.com. Be sure to follow Jim Ross on all the social channels and uh, stick around for more live events from adfreeshows.com. Have a great night, everyone, and happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate Bye. you guys. Thanks Thank for staying you. with us tonight. I appreciate all of you. And Good uh, as, as Lauren said, uh, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy some quality time. If it's by yourself or it's with family, enjoy the day and understand what the day is all about and enjoy it. And, uh, hopefully, uh, it'll be a good weekend. Hopefully my Sooners can win. 
the Jags. Hey, look, you never, they're crazy. I don't know. They, they may play the 49ers ass off, but nonetheless, I'm going to the game, support my team. And, and, uh, we got a good quarterback. It's got to put everything else together. So anyway, have a good Thanksgiving. Enjoy your day and count your blessings. Because Lord knows I am. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Have a good holiday, JR. Love you, man. Okay, guys. Appreciate you, fellas. Yeah. Thank you, Jim. All right, everybody. All right. Thanks, guys. Lauren, thank you. Good night. I'm gonna go watch. I'm gonna go watch Rampage. Me too. Good night. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.